Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. To our number four, the fourth quarter of Ramon, Kayla, and Will, and it's powered by all four seasons garage doors. Ramon Foster, Kayla Anderson. Kayla! Yes, sir, she is the bee's knees, Kayla! And she covers your favorite teams, Kayla! Let her ease your world. And Jonathan Schaefer spinning the hits and making the show happen this morning. This just debuted. I'm Will Hurley. It debuted, so we're hearing it a lot today. I'm here for it, too. It's album release day for Robert Walsh. It is. Well, I was going to say it is, too. No, it's Wednesday. Albums used to release on Tuesday. Oh, that's when you can find good airfare, too. On on what day? Tuesdays. Get out of here. Really? tip. Kayla's tip today. Did you can find good airline prices. Oh, Try that next week. I know. <laughs> there you go, folks. You're welcome. Enjoy your mornings. That's something like that's a real good pro tip, Kayla. Yeah. Got one flight to book for next month. That's it. Do you? Mm-hmm. Is that Philly? Yeah, yeah Philly. Okay. Relays. Yep. Cool. That's big time. I was watching Creed over the weekend. I watched mm-hmm. Creed one and two with my roommate. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. The new one just came out. And uh yep. those movies, by the way. Both of them probably in my top 10 movies I've seen of the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Outstanding movies. Um, and we were talking of like, should we go like run to the top of the Capitol? This was at like 1130. <laughs> do, 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 watching no, I don't see any scenario. Yeah. That. And then that was my answer oh, after I thought about it a little bit more and uh, opened another beverage at that point. But see, I figured um, that was the case. Well, yeah. no, nothing crazy. Yeah, I mean, but that's cool. Though. You should that's, do that's it. Expect it. Yeah. yeah you I'm should do you. it when you go to Philly. That's true. Right? Like me and every other tourist. Who at least got to okay. go take a picture with Rocky. It's like the people that are listening to me right now, like, we should go buy cowboy boots and sparkly hats while we're in Nashville. Well, those are the visitors. Yeah, I know, That's but uh, then I'll be a visitor in Philly, and I don't want to be what I, what, I mean, I don't hate tourists. I love you. Oh, right we say. do. You feed our economy. I know, right? How, how did a mythical figure like Rocky become like a real item? Legendary. Too? Like, it, it literally, because mm-hmm. the movies are that legendary. It's the movies. It's you seen yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, I have. I was gonna say, yeah, no, I actually, I mean, we would have a real fight if you hadn't. I'm gonna be real with you. It was probably about like eight years ago when I finally saw him. I didn't see him like growing up. Oh my god! Yeah, I did not. I didn't see him growing up. Growing up either. Oh my god! That wasn't a video world for us to watch him growing up. I'm with you. You did. So I had the flu in. uh, I don't know when that would have been. I was in elementary school or like early middle school. Yeah. And I uh, so like last fall. No, it was like it was like two years ago, and I watched all of them in a week. And they, they're so good. Yeah. So, you had so, to be so in a mindset. No, to do TNT that. occasionally would have the weekend where they'd have like all of them, not the Creed movies, but all the Rocky movies, and just play them back to back to back to back all weekend. Yeah, it was either that or it was like a uh, like spring break or something in like third or fourth grade when we weren't going anywhere for spring break. So I just grinded through the Rocky movies in like a week. 
Because that was before Rocky Balboa had come out. Will in the third grade already grinding tape. That's right. And uh, <laughs> real film junkie, football guy. Yeah, and uh, even though yeah. I wasn't very good at that at recess at the time. High motor. And, uh, yeah, that's right. High really, motor. Uh, I was a first in, last out kind of guy. <laughs> Sneaky athletic. Coach's son. Anyway. Uh, and so I would... I watched all of those before Rocky Balboa came out because then I remember seeing Rocky Balboa in theaters when it came out in, I think, 06. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was at least 05 when I'd watched all of them at that point. Sophomore in college. Oh, so good. I'm not going to tell you how old I was. 615-737-1045 is our number. That's a good... Uh, we, we, we'll get into more sports movies discussions Mythical this summer. stuff that became real. Oh, such good movies. I'm actually a little shocked before we cut that off that... Remember, the Titans didn't actually get embedded more here. I kind of expected a little bit. They do something. To a little bit. Yeah, like the bridge. You know, they'll do the that. Bridge, I, I, the speech, though, that Denzel gave before they actually like got together. Saying, like you're yeah, saying using in, in stadium. Stadium Titans relates. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking too deep into it also. Uh, I just, I mean, that name don't go much further than Nashville. You know what I'm saying? As far as like That's correlating true. it to a movie. So I was just like, I mean, well, why not? You Ryan know? Gosling was an absolute liability in coverage in that movie. Yes, he God. was. Is that what we're it's calling back? <laughs> Is that why he wasn't invited to the combine? <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, if he'd had an injury, he could have been a Tennessee Titan also. Can't cover a cold is what he could. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, I mean, you could. I, I'd be fine replacing uh, Get Loud with Everywhere We Go, We Are the Titans. I couldn't believe we that you hated Titans. that song that much. Get Loud! Ugh. We're not going back there. We're not doing that again. <laughs> I feel like we're not. There. You lightly no. throw out right now. You, you think of that song. Maybe that could be Ramon's next intro. <laughs> no. Ramon, <laughs> put your hands up. Well, one thing I can guarantee Let is that's not going to happen. Let the whole world know this sound. Who <laughs> thought of that? <laughs> It anyway. sounded like a trump right there. <laughs> as long as we're cutting albums today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ramon. Uh, 615-737-1045. Uh, the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes have begun, and the mm-hmm. Daniel Jones sweepstakes will uh, be moved to a later date, probably four years down the road. Yeah. yeah. $40 nah. million a year Good. for Danny Dimes. Uh, I say 82 pretty much guarantees. So it's a two-year deal of proving it again. Um, I, I, I'll say this. It's, it's also very important to start pairing up quarterbacks with coaches slash OCs that's actually going to make it work. Not that, oh, I'll settle for this. I almost feel like Tannehill probably felt that way about Todd Downing in a sense a little bit as we kind of revisit that type of stuff. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get much say-so from Tannehill when it comes down to what he likes and prefer. Have we ever actually no, asked him? he's not going to give you more than the standard. He that's won't just give Ryan. you that. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's but you're right though. Uh, looking at Daniel Jones' situation with him and Dayball moving forward, and I think that's what we correlated to with Patrick Mahomes with Andy Reid. Yeah, um, it matters a lot. Like we look at a dude that they didn't pick up his fifth year option, right? Correct. And here he is now, forty million a year at starting quarterback in with the New York Football Giants. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. Coaching means a lot, and that's why we're looking at this situation with the Titans about what do you want. And I get why the fan base say, yeah, go get every quarterback that looks nice and clean and sexy for us so we can have one of those, too. It does matter. They became a playoff team this year because of his uplifted play. That's the thing. It's amazing how you can still say you'll be on the college level, how much that quarterback coach, Mm. you know, specifically offensively can have that connection, that trust. 
And you're right, because I was still really not sold on Daniel Jones until this year when mm-hmm. I saw that new kind of life yeah. breathed into him, so maybe some confidence. And with Dayball and what he's been able to do, mm-hmm. I think they trusted in him moving forward. Clearly they did, because yeah. they gave him a new deal. So now that makes me feel a little better moving forward. Okay, that was probably the right move yeah. to keep Danny Dimes there. Well, that's why we all kind of have been saying it's better to keep Tannehill here, too. And just hope Tim Kelly is a better fit with him. Daniel's a little different, though, because he's still young enough to be molded, molded. into something else in his career. Sure. Yeah. Ryan is what he is at this point. Ryan's already been recreated and uh, gone through a, a rebirth in his own career when he came to Tennessee in the first place. With Arthur, though. Well, with yeah, mm-hmm. that's the point. I think, like I said, asking Tannehill right. what he want, he's just been given Todd Downing. He's been given Tim Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's just like Russ. Russ wanted somebody else, right? Do we know that he's just been given Tim Kelly though? I mean, that's what we assumed when Tim Kelly was elevated. Why? Because it was it was promotion from within. The same thing with Todd Downing, too. But couldn't you also make the case that the quarterback would defend the guy from within the most, and that's who Ryan would want, the guy he's already familiar with? I think it's, uh, in in my opinion, and my stance on this could have been, well, we're just going to go with the guy that's going to keep everything the same for you, Ryan. Have this. He'll listen to you. Y'all will be on the same page with some stuff, but have this. That's the way I look at it. Other than what? Getting his input on maybe what else was out there? uh, Yes, that's that's the point I'm saying, because we all expect you interviewed from what double digit OC candidates and you got three on roster right now. Two of the guys you interviewed, we expect or those guys had interviews at other place. And it's almost like, well, we'll make it work with Tannehill. Y'all. Yeah. Hey, Tim, you got it. Work with him. I don't get that vibe. I think you're making an assumption of something that we don't know. Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm making an assumption of what what it is, because Tannehill, one, doesn't say anything. And two, you promote it from within. Remember how we were when Tim Kelly was announced? We was like, oh, we're just going to do it. Like, that was the vibe, right? Well, fans, too. Yeah. That's, yeah. Not just us, not just the media, but I think more so the fans were like, oh, gosh, self-promoting, See, and promoting that was, from within. That was my Sorry, stance on it, Will. You feel me, Kayla? Like, that's where am I like, did he actually have an input? Or was this, Tim, I like what you do. You got it. Make it work with Tannehill. There's no way really to know. It ain't. No. But, but again, who else is he going to go get? And ask for Adam Gase. Didn't really work out well for him in Miami. When you say his name, all I think about is the tacos, tacos and his <laughs> eyes going up at the tacos. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's worked out pretty well for the guys that were p- promoted from within to help Ryan Tannehill until Todd Downing. <laughs> Arthur Smith was promoted from within to help Ryan Tannehill. Did a pretty good job. Was but that I- his best year, Ryan's? Yeah. I mean, those two in 19 and 20. He was great yeah. in 2020. I mean, like legitimately, Ryan Tannehill was a top 10 quarterback in the NFL in 2020. Uh, fact. Crazy. Sharpie. That offense was so good, scoring so many points. It was yeah. outstanding, and they were, what, like 10 Corey Davis yards away from having two 1,000-yard right. receivers? Yep. I, I look at that promotion and that pairing with Ryan, though, and still kind of say, like, Arthur had to show and grow with Ryan Tannehill. Is that a point now where Ryan's there first? So what does Ryan need? He needs Arthur Smith, or as close to it as you can R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yeah, needs to collaborate. Yeah, he does. Ah, uh, yes. It had been about five minutes since we said collaborate, mm-hmm. so thank you for it's time to drink. keeping us on the air. Co-parenting. Get your coffee out, folks. If you're in the car, take a sip.
Coming up next, uh, Mike Sando of The Athletic had a great piece on uh, on The Athletic about what NFL general managers are presuming in the top 10 picks. Jalen Carter's fall. The Chicago Bears uh, probably trading, but for this exercise, no trades in the top 10, staying put where they are. Uh, tons of insight on prospects who might be available at 11. So the top 10 picks are all done, according to these general managers. We dive into this and what GMs are saying in Indy to a friend of the show, Mike Sando, uh, as we get uh, that deep dive coming up on our own Kalen Will, 104.5 The Zone. Searching HVAC near here. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Wow. Nobody local? Huh. Wait, what? We are an HVAC company literally in your neighborhood. Why is she not seeing us? Just all the big chains. Well, it is what it is. What in the... Can you not see See us? us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local HVAC providers. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real. Because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. It's Ramon, Kayla, and Will, powered by all four seasons garage doors on 104.5 The Zone. Ramon Foster, Kayla Anderson, Will Bowling, and Jonathan Schaefer with you. On the phone lines at 615-737-1045 as we take a look at the Athletics' latest top 10 projection. According to our friend Mike Sando, who says that Jalen Carter's stock continues to fall. Yeah. Dang. Not great. Uh, and an interesting pick for a couple of AFC South teams and for the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. For a very specific reason to this show that we will uh, get to in a moment. But we start at number one with the Chicago Bears. And in this exercise, no trades in the top 10. Mm-hmm. So everybody's staying put. Oh, okay. Um, but in the quote, when giving the Chicago Bears pick, Mike Sando writes, quote, I think a trade is more likely than not, I would say 75% chance, according to a GM from a team picking later and with an established quarterback already on its roster. Speculation that Carolina or somebody outside the top 10 would be most likely to jump in the top spot. I can see Carolina. Oh, I could too. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they need a uh, reshaping bad. I, I actually just saw an article of the day like that. Partially that building in Rock Hill, South Carolina built for their facility. Yeah. They need some momentum. Really? Will Kayla talk about, we were talking about franchises that are like non-existent. Yeah. That just, I feel like right now, recently, that's one I forget about. Yeah, it's, you do kind of forget about them. So they they are a candidate to move up more. Uh, was it's either him, Sam Darn, or Baker Mayfield, right? There you well, go. Well, Baker's in L.A. I mean, for now. I thought, was, yeah, he's a free agent now. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they, I, they're talking about signing him. Sorry, that's yeah. what I meant. So this has Will Anderson number one overall to the Bears if they stay at number one at that point. To, to me, yeah. for franchises had not a whole lot of stability as of late. This is the safest pick they can make. 
I don't even know if it's the best for their team. I think it's the safest one they can make, man, especially with, with how the Lions are kind of shaping up. I mean, at this point, you're at a point of being able to attack Green Bay if they kind of lose Aaron Rodgers, too. Mm-hmm. Best way to do that is to get after Jordan Love if he's a successor. I'm with you. Uh, and I think, too, if Caleb Williams was the number one quarterback in this class and not next year, yeah. you would have even more teams more willing to trade up to get yeah. the dude at number one. Mm-hmm. The Bears will find a trade partner. Somebody will do it. I don't think it's anybody in the top five, though. Indianapolis, everything coming out of Indy says to me, there's not that transcendent talent that's worth giving up a lot of draft capital for. And among those top four picks, you're going to have one of the four quarterbacks that you can take. Right. And we're starting to hear more buzz now that uh, one, two, and three may all be quarterbacks in this draft. Ooh-wee. I can see that being the case for sure. Definitely. For a very low quarterback class last year, first quarterback taken at 20, this is the reset. Like, think about <laughs> it's like that. like so much disappointment last year. It was, wasn't it? Like, we had to wait to 20 to get a quarterback? Yeah. Worked out for your former employer. It, it did. There's still question marks about him for sure. Right. Uh, but to pick a quarterback at 20, first one off the board, that, that don't happen in the NFL um, draft often. Yeah. And again, that's what comes back to the luck of the draw of when you have a down year. Ooh. If the Titans were the 11th pick last year, Oof. We're probably talking about Kenny Pickett's Pick Tennessee it. Titans. Yeah. Legitimately. For real, right? I mean, there's a very real possibility at that point. So, again, it's all about the luck of the draw of when you get the 11th pick. And we even said, you know, a couple of weeks ago that a few years ago, Justin Fields was the number 11 pick by the Bears. Mm-hmm. Think the Titans would love to have that kind of talent at quarterback at number 11? Absolutely. Absolutely For sure. Number two, Mike Sando in the Athletic has a pretty straightforward pick. If Will Anderson goes one, which, again, I think we believe is not likely considering the teams that want to move up to take a quarterback, this has Bryce Young to the Houston Texans. That's where it started to get a little sticky for me. Go ahead, I don't know. I kind of feel it's a fit for some reason. Whenever I hear Bryce name... Bryce name, Bryce Young's name to the Texans. I don't know why the uh, the instant thought is okay. That fits. Yeah, and, and and I know he's undersized. I I know that that's an issue. But he on everything on tape that we've seen, everything that we saw last year with him in Alabama, even through all the tough <laughs> tough stuff he he went through, mm-hmm. he he was that guy. Yeah. He elevated his team in every way, and. There's a lot of good things in terms of the coaching staff down there that they've hired and that they've put in place down mm-hmm. in Houston. I feel like they're the right guys to continue to develop him. Yeah, that's the same way I feel about him. If there's a fit to be made, it's him to Houston. And I, I will say this, the size aspect of what they're speaking of to me is, is null and void when you're looking for a playmaker. Like, there's a lot of things you'll do to make stuff work for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As far as I, I, look at the way you you – and this is probably going to get some pushback, but you look at how stuff is formulated around Derek to make this offense work for him, the style of offense that you run. And like when it's good and you're willing to deal with it, you work with it. And that's the same way I look at Bryce Young's situation. Like he's a gamer to me. I'll never get sitting behind at, at Neyland watching us play them uh, at the Vols game. And I was just, I'm tapping Shafe. And I said it before, dude, he's legit. And what do I look at his size? Or do I say, I look at he's legit. And so composed in, in sticky situations and feeling pressure. I, I He just always seemed level yeah. to me. Facts. Facts. 
So this has Bryce Young second to Houston. Really, the only way Bryce Young is going to fall to Houston is if Chicago stays at one or if Houston just swaps with Chicago. Yeah. Because they feel like other teams are going to offer bigger choices and bigger uh, amounts of picks. So that's probably the least likely of all of these top 10 picks right there, honestly. And I don't think he's going to stay and he's going to go to Houston. Bryce Young's going to go to the highest bidder who moves up to number one at this point. So in your opinion, despite the size, height, petite, whatever you want to call him, yeah. he's your number one quarterback. He's the best quarterback in the draft. Best quarterback in the draft. I roll with that. I've been saying it. We thought this last year. I mean, he's the most accurate. He's yeah. made the most plays. He's won a Heisman Trophy. Like he, He's played at the highest level at the highest uh, you know, level of competition that you can play in at Alabama. His his biggest knock is that, though, too, where he played at and who he's playing with, although this was a down year for Alabama wide receivers. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the, the bigger knock is the size to me more so than where he played. Yeah. He's 204 pounds. He is the size of Kyler Murray. To put it in perspective, I didn't realize this until I saw the comparison in height, mm-hmm. and I've seen Kyler Murray last year when they came here how short he was, I was honestly taken back. Yeah. Um, however, their body is different. Like, Kyler's very compact, and that's the thing. Bryce is just not as compact and no. doesn't have as much on him. A short king, mm-hmm. Bryce Young. Short yes, he is. <laughs> Number three, to the Arizona Cardinals, Texas Tech edge rusher Tyree Wilson, according to The Athletic. Um, uh, Mike Sando writing, Georgia's Jalen Carter would be the obvious choice from a talent standpoint. But most execs thought selecting him this early would be problematic with two misdemeanor charges pending against him. And that's the theme of this entire piece is that Jalen Carter's stock is rapidly falling, according to general managers in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine. More so than I thought it would. Where are you at, Kayla? Yeah, I, it, part of me wants to say it, and I get it. it look, I get it because it, you're gambling a lot, especially if you're a top 10 pick right right but is it worth the gamble i don't know i feel like some of these teams think it will be potentially but if they want to err on the side of caution i think that he's going to drop below 10 it's just a matter of what their front office wants right Mm -hmm. are they going to do the gamble thing on a guy that you don't know exactly the character yet look at the some of the players that have come from georgia i'm not saying every single one at all right but there's been some issues right in the past I feel like if they're going outside edge in Arizona, they've played this game before. They got the kid from Clemson. They've had other kids that were supposed to be outside rushers at Arizona, right? And none of them have actually hit. If you're asking me, I say two misdemeanors. We've seen guys in the NFL, in the NBA, NHL, MLB, all get second chances at life for sure. way worse transactions that's happened illegally. Mm-hmm. Um, his situation, I think, is, is 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 fragile. I only want to speak on that side of it, although my condolences to all people involved with it. But if you look at the prospect and you say even last year on that national championship team with Georgia, he was the best defensive player you have. You have draft analysts and you have GMs and scouts saying that about this kid and the talent. I look at the talent and I say, look, we're going to deal with the misdemeanor side of it and we're going to keep you clean as we can moving forward. The talent to me is you can't really pass up on it is the way I look at it. If you're so trying if you to compete, were a GM. if I'm a GM, I, I let him. This is the second chance of probably many that he's going to have. That side of your immaturity that you bring in from Georgia can't have that. You're a pro now. We're invested yeah. in you way too much when it comes down to this. And like I said, we've seen owners do worse. 
and get that shot. And if the talent is going to help you immediately. Yeah. Because I saw them just dog guys. But don't you think it's also how those conversations, those private conversations went and what the team really feels after those conversations? I mean, they probably have all had conversations or will yeah. with him. And just what he's able to, you know, Real I guess back give in. back. Yeah. yeah. He got to understand this. This is the way I look at it. And, and, and I think he has a good support system at home from my understanding. He was just a SEC all perennial first round draft pick and thinking he was and thinking he was untouchable. Can't have that no more. You realize now this has to be the reality check. Nobody's knocking on your door to make sure you go into class anymore. And if you want to be him in this league, I think he has that ability to be to the Arizona Cardinals what Calais was before he got mm-hmm. traded out to. That's what I think they're looking for. And they went mostly offensive the last few years. Arizona's got to get to competing in that NFC West. The NFC West is a trench monster now with Mm -hmm. who is over there, especially with Geno getting his, his, his just do. Number four, the Indianapolis Colts, according to the athletic trending towards CJ Stroud, the GM who said he thought Houston would sit on the second pick instead of trading up told Mike Sando of the athletic that he wasn't convinced the Colts would be trading up either saying, I don't think Chris Ballard will fall in love enough with any one quarterback. He'll be happy with whoever comes to him. And Ursay will say, if we say there are three or four guys, we got to end up with one of them. And the way this exercise would go, C.J. Stroud would be that guy in Indy. I don't like that for the Titans. Why so, Kayla? Because I like C.J. Stroud a lot. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to anybody after the Combine, and it's not just about the Combine. I understand that, guys. But... When you look at his film, when you look at just the natural passer that he is, he it, it's not like it, it never comes tough for him. Right. And I know this is the NFL. It's a step up. Absolutely. But that guy seems to be, other than Bryce Young, who we just rave about, he's got more size, mm-hmm. but he's also the natural thrower. You just feel like he has more of the pluses than anything else yeah and i feel like that's a solid pick like i'd feel confident with drafting him as my guy to kind of move forward with and he played at ohio state he did. He say big what ball. you want about it but he played big ball and they can produce now not quarterbacks necessarily they that's haven't the produced problem. a lot yeah. of good quarterbacks yeah. is that your problem will that, is that, that what you're kind of no it's not really it's not a problem as much as it's the same exercise for Alabama quarterbacks. Like, yeah, I need fair. one to wow me at the next level before I can give the stamp of, oh, he's an Ohio State QB. That means he's going to be a, a legit dude. Mm-hmm. I don't think we know that about their quarterbacks because Justin Fields is the one doing the best. And I mean, he was on the team that's got the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't his fault, but he's got nobody to throw to. He doesn't. They, they got some work to do too, draft wise. Well, number five, uh, another quarterback goes off the board to the Seattle Seahawks in this exercise. Yeah. Which is interesting. Really interesting. And this is in addition to Geno Smith, even in this exercise and in this article of Geno Smith's on basically a three-year deal plus one. Mm-hmm. Well, the athletic and general managers in Indy think Anthony Richardson is the pick for Seattle. Yeah. I, I don't hate it. So I don't absolutely hate it either. And I'm clearly going to have some opinions about this with me being a Seahawks fan. Look, they they see what they see in Geno right now. And I think it's great that they rewarded him because they believe in him. Mm-hmm. I think more so the teammates around Geno really believe in him. 
Um, and he's doing what he needs to do right now. But if you're looking at the future, maybe you want to get that guy for the the future. Because you know Gino is getting older. Yeah, he is. He's not going to be around forever. So if you're thinking about who's our next guy and you see somebody with that potential that can learn under Gino a little bit, who can kind of be that dude that just sits back for a while because you know he has all the tools, then I could see this probably working out. And what I did here is that he had and I'm speaking of Anthony Richardson, had a great, great talk with the Seahawks, specifically Pete Carroll. I guess when the two met, instant kind of just like chemistry with the two. He, Anthony really, really liked just the feeling of meeting with those guys. So I could see this possibly happening because he wouldn't have to play right away. And he could kind of fine tune those things that he needs to fine tune since he was only a starter for a year in Florida. That's interesting that they take another quarterback after committing that much to him. Because then the decision-making on the back end of his deal is is, is Aaron Rodgers slash Jordan Love type of situation. I get it. They've got a lot of picks, though, too, to play with. They yeah, really they do. do. Thanks they do. to they really uh, do. Dangerous Wilson. I'd almost think OL with them because they always got offensive line issue or running back. And the run on OL is coming up in a second. But uh, sixth in this exercise, Christian Gonzalez, the corner from Oregon to the Detroit Lions. Two executives thought the Lions might prefer Illinois quarterback uh, Devin Witherspoon for this pick. Uh, And then a couple others thought that Gonzalez had the superior physical traits. Uh, Said that uh, basically at this point, the Lions' pursuit of Jalen Ramsey might affect this pick, but uh, he has Christian Gonzalez off the board at six. Will Levis to the Las Vegas Raiders at seven. God, that would be terrific. (laughs) How funny would that be? Will Levis. <laughs> uh, a franchise that can't get quarterback right going with Will Levis. And, McDaniels uh, and him. One GM tells The Athletic as well that this could be where a tackle comes off the board as well uh, at number seven. That's great. To the, the Raiders? To the Raiders. Okay. The other problem, though, for the Titans is that's where the run on tackles could start yes. is at seven. Because at eight and nine, The Athletic has two tackles going off the board at eight and at nine. Peter Skaronsky to Arthur Smith and the Atlanta Falcons at eight. Paris Johnson to the Carolina Panthers at nine. And execs tell Mike Sando and the Athletic that Panthers owner David Tepper is enamored with the Philadelphia model, which emphasizes building on both lines of scrimmage on both sides, the offensive and defensive lines. Frank Reich comes from Philadelphia. And one GM says if they don't have a quarterback Frank likes, they go best available. At that point, that's likely Paris Johnson or maybe Jalen Carter. And then at 10, uh, it wraps up the top 10 with Devin Witherspoon, the corner from Illinois, going to Philly. Which means, ladies and gentlemen, that according to The Athletic and according to the buzz out of the combine, Jalen Carter might actually be available at number 11 for the Tennessee Titans or a potential suitor who wants to trade with the Tennessee Titans. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about the whole Georgia thing and the last Georgia player. That went in the first round. Broderick. The Titans. Coming to the Titans. I, I refuse to judge him off of Isaiah. Isaiah was a one-off. So it had to. We hadn't seen a player operate like Isaiah since Isaiah. Well, that was a rare panda. Well, yeah. No it, pun It's because that doesn't happen much. <laughs> doesn't happen ever. The way he flamed out. Unless your name's Jamarcus Russell. But that was just for talent and weight. Like, like, more so than it was rap careers. And uh, yachts in Miami. 
It was close, though. The ghost of Isaiah Wilson continuing to haunt the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we'll wrap up the show coming up next. Take a look at headlines we missed. Get you a little, uh, a little viewing guide for the SEC tournament tonight. Mm-hmm. It's back, baby. Let's go. It's Ramon, Kalen, Will, 104.5 The Zone. Searching HVAC near here. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Wow. Nobody local? Huh. Wait, what? We are an HVAC company literally in your neighborhood. Why is she not seeing us? Just all the big chains. Well, it is what it is. What in the... Can you not see See us? us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local HVAC providers. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. It is March. It is the million dollar bracket challenge. Almost time to start filling out your brackets. You can register today for 104.5 The Zone's Million Dollar Bracket Challenge sponsored by Party Foul for a chance to win $1 million. This is a local contest. Register today at 1045thezone.com. Yeah, my bracket's already busted. Filled it out the other day. It's uh, it's pretty unfortunate. Simone, Caleb, Will, powered oh. by all four seasons, garage doors, a 1045 oh The Zone. Find someone who loves you as much as people love on Twitter saying like, oh, there goes my bracket. Like, buddy, it's... It, <laughs> or we, they rip it know. apart on Twitter. Like, like, wow, this is the craziest yeah. march ever. Like, oh, yeah, buddy, that's a, that's a real lukewarm take you got there, pal. Right. Every year. <laughs> So, in other words, I expect all the tweets now as soon as your like first Final Four team is out, because nobody cares less. Uh, that's not what I'm going to say. You know, if you know people on social media, it's that we really want to hear about your fantasy football team and your bracket. We really care. Now, you guys want to hear w- about my team? Oh, oh, Bert's back there. Hey, Robert. What's Hi, going- Bert. What's going on, International guys? superstar. I am international superstar today. You guys ever go through a breakup and you're sitting on the couch? That was me on Monday. Oh, Robert! Wait, Bert! Whoa. No, 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 no. I, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought you were just saying My girlfriend did not break up. Okay. Oh, I, was, I, was I broke legit. up with her. You're going to be in trouble if she's listening I, right now. Well, she is not because she is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> what? My it's International Women's Day. What are we doing? That's got to be racist. She's at work where she's supposed to be. I'm not going to ask any follow-up questions. We're talking about uh, a breakup, and I'm sitting on the couch. I'm watching old Lamar Jackson games, and I'm like, God, what? We could have been there, baby. We could have been there. It could have been me and you. (laughs) I go to bed, and I'm expecting the worst. And then the next day, I wake up to like a you up text. (laughs) Like, oh. Oh, God. I am up, baby. Lamar, do you want to come back and... Come back. You want to come back home? Yeah. I have never been filled with as much optimism as I was yesterday seeing Diana Rossini Uh and everyone else. The Atlanta Falcons are not interested. All those guys that were in the DMs of your girlfriend are not interested. (laughs) And she is going to come back to you. 
I'm so happy. I, 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 so I, you're okay. So you're optimistic. I, I'm pretty optimistic. I, I don't think it could. I could get any happier like this. Like when you play chicken with a train, like Eric DaCosta did, <laughs> yeah. And and well. the train diverts yeah. and pulls into the station. I, I mean, the dude's walking with a wobble today. I don't know if he can if he can keep his legs down at his side. That's, wobble, they wobble, they to wobble. your point, that's what's probably going to get him more. I'm not saying this is collusion of owners or teams or whatever the case may be, but the idea that everybody said they're out, they're going to drive that price Oof. down for Baltimore's sake. And I'd never trust NFL owners, the business that they do. This is a pushdown for Lamar. So you're right, Bert. Well, here's the thing, Moan. It's not collusion, but it's collusion. It's so hard to prove. It's stuff hard like to that. prove. You would that. have to have yes. emails. Mm-hmm. But I, the thing I like about this is every report that I've read, and believe me, I've read them. I've read all the reports that come out. I've been. This has engulfed my life for the last two years. All the reports say that Lamar was not budging off his asking price. The Ravens would rebuttal, hey, here's our best deal. Mm, I want a fully guaranteed deal. Now the Ravens have just said, okay, if you can find that deal somewhere, Mm -hmm. go find it. We're going to make the league do our work. We're going to make the league do all the heavy lifting. And whoever offers you that contract will just match it. No! Ramon's livid. I'm like, for, like a, send him to the NFC. You're livid for the Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> which is wild. He's a tough agent, he is. Lamar is. I feel him. I do. I feel that. Our favorite Baltimore Raven, uh, Robert Walsh. Never had one. <laughs> if you're going through a breakup, kids, just wait it out. Okay. They'll come back. Good advice. Just call Robert. Now, n- now back to the shadow. Ah! <laughs> which, by the way, coming up next, uh, <laughs> Lucas Panzika and Keith Bullock. Oh. No Lu- buck? Lucas and Bully. He said he's in the mountains. He's in that Is he in a dark space? Is he in Aaron Rodgers' dark place? Yeah, well, Lucas dogged him yesterday. There's no buck? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's all downhill from here, Buck. That's for sure. Celebrate Uh, good time. We finish off the show with Inky Johnson midweek motivation before we uh, get out of here for Lucas and Keith Bullock. Back at it at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Inky Johnson sends us home as always. And so the dangerous thing about life, if a person is not cognizant, evolving, growing and challenging themselves, you can have something that's been an advantage for you your whole life. Right. A gift, a talent, an ability, a skill. It's been an advantage for you your whole life. It's helped you navigate situations. It's helped you win. It's helped you get out of situations. It's helped you overcome opposition and advert. It's been an advantage for you your whole life. Mm-hmm. And then you can get to a certain stage and phase and you can't break through the ceiling. You can't get to where you're trying to go. Yeah. Right. Because the thing that was once your advantage has now become your disadvantage because you haven't evolved and grew past that level. Right. You haven't updated the toolkit. Mm. Prime example. Mm. I'm an extremely ambitious individual, extremely driven individual. Been that way my whole life. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody should have a little bit of that. But when I get a wife and some children, now I got to I got to temper that a little bit, because if not, I can be so ambitious and driven. I can drive myself right into becoming a public success, but a private failure. Mm. I can accomplish everything I seek to accomplish because my ambition and my skill set will take me there. But it'll also take me away from my wife and my children. Mm. Right. And so you got to update the toolkit. You got to update the software. 
And you got to pay attention to the things that was once your advantage and make sure where you're trying to go, that it's not becoming a disadvantage. Mm. Right. And so you got to always be willing to challenge and reevaluate what you think you know to be true. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.